Venezuela, of course, is in the news again, and this time the talk was about the recent elections, which were won democratically by Nicolas Maduro. There were also news articles about uh, possible rigging of these uh, elections. And another uh, bit of information that I wanted to point out, that 46% participated in these recent Venezuelan elections, and I'll talk more about that a little bit later on in the podcast. Now, we have to reel back in history that has gotten us to this point. And I'm not talking in particular about the elections, but I'm talking about the economic situation uh, in Venezuela. It's uh, spiraled out of control. Now, if we go back to the uh, oil prices that were dropped back in 2014, Saudi Arabia uh, decided to drop the price uh, of a barrel of oil down to $54. Now, of course, uh, they have the necessary means to drop the oil prices and still remain competitive. And, of course, what happened as a result of these prices, these drastic prices of, of oil, because you've got to remember they were at one point $118 and then it dropped dramatically down to 54. Now, of course, the consequences were oil nations uh, like Canada and America, and of course, Venezuela, their uh, oil economy took a massive hit, which results in, in a lot of layoffs uh, and people being let go, uh, which of course caused uh, a recession out west here in Canada, uh, where people had to leave the province of Alberta and to try to go to other provinces and even other countries to find employment because it pretty much dried up in those areas. And of course, other oil nations that produced oil suffered, uh, they suffered tremendously because of this oil price that Saudi Arabia implemented. Now, of course, uh, Venezuela was one of those countries affected by the oil drop, which of course sent the entire country into a major economic collapse. Now, economically, politically, and socially, it, it, it suffered right across the board. I mean, the country has been dealing with poverty and wealth inequality for years. But this price drop in oil was basically the final blow to the country. Now, under Hugo Chavez, who has now passed away, he had somewhat of a control uh, on the on the country of Venezuela. Now, he was involved in a coup uh, way back when, possibly in the 80s. He was jailed for it, but then, of course, the military um, threw their support behind him, and then he became the president of Venezuela. Now, some would say he is a dictator. Some would say he's democratically elected, but, of course, he had his allies, and, of course, he had his uh, enemies. Now, Speaking of enemies, now, during the 2016 presidential campaign, Donald Trump had mentioned in, in some of his policies and some of his campaign promises that he would not interfere in foreign nations' affairs. Now, I'm not picking on one party per se or one, uh, one person because I will mention an, another person from another mainstream party. Now, there are congressional hearings as we speak, and now there's talk about sanctions against Venezuela, and in particular, the resignation of Nicolas Maduro. 
Now, this, again, is the hypocrisy of politics. Now, there's also another politician who uh, ran in that same presidential election, and his name is Bernie Sanders. Of course, he's the socialist, and he's well-respected and well-liked in the uh, American public. He, too, through Twitter and through other news media outlets, has stated that sanctions must be imposed and that Nicolas Maduro, of course, must step down as the president. Now, again, a democratically elected president, regardless of how you feel or what you think about him, he was democratically elected, and we have to respect that. Now, I just want to speak to the absolute hypocrisy of the current political system. Both these gentlemen at one point during their campaigns have stated that they would not be involved in foreign affairs. And now because of corporate pressure, they are imposing sanctions against a democratically elected leader. Just talks to the hypocrisy in this current system and why it needs to be abolished. It's plain and simple. Now, Bernie Sanders, like I was saying, is a hero to many. But is, they're, blinded, they're blinded by this gentleman's campaign so-called promises. Now, you yeah, won't get into it in, in much detail, but this gentleman's uh, mainstream party actually screwed him out of the leadership. And then after, he actually denied some of the corruption within his own party. So I just wanted to drop that little tidbit of information. Now, <clears throat> going back to Venezuela and the election and how the country has been spiraling. Um, the wealth inequality has, has skyrocketed. Approximately 3 million Venezuelans since, uh, since the death of Hugo Chavez have fled the country uh, for, other, um, for the safety of their own well-being. And uh, again, I want to talk about it doesn't matter if it's Nicolas Maduro or his opposition. By the way, his opposition, Juan Guaido, has declared himself president according to the Venezuelan constitution. Apparently in the constitution there are articles that uh, in a situation like the one that has arised now, the opposition can declare himself the president. Now, Juan Guaido, of course, is backed by the European Union is backed by the United States and, of course, is backed by UK. And all these countries, governments have called for sanctions and for the removal of Nicolas Maduro. Just, again, goes back to show the hypocrisy of this current political system. Now, going back to the elections. Now, it doesn't matter if Maduro or if Guaido wins. At the end of the day, the country, the majority of the people lose. And they are losing. They have been losing for years. We have to look at the voter turnout here, people. 46% turned out to participate. That's less than half the population. That speaks volumes of our current system. They have a so-called representative democracy system I don't know if it's uh, a republic like other countries are, but I'm not sure. But the, the point of the matter is they vote democratically elected leaders into power. Now, Nicolas Maduro, who is hated by some, is also loved by others. And of course, countries like Russia have thrown their support behind Maduro and have stated that if these countries interfere 
militarily that there will be backlashes. So whether you're in, you vote for a, a puppet or B puppet, they're both backed by corporate interests. And again, this is, this is the hypocrisy of the system. And this is why countries like France are in revolution. I like to call it evolution, but other people like to call it revolution. And they're going on the streets and they're trying to be peaceful, but the oligarchs and the corporatists are making it hard for them to do that. And in fact, they're putting a black mark on the whole movement unnecessarily and by design, of course. But again, that's why these people are out on the streets in France, why they're out in the streets in UK, why they're out in the streets in Canada and parts of the US, and it's growing every single day. Those countries are not exclusive to the Yellow Vest movement. There are more countries that are on the way that the people of, the, of those nations have had enough of their current political system, and they're looking for changes. And in fact, France has come up with a solution, like Canada is coming up with a solution, and like UK is coming up with a solution. And of course, that solution is RIC, referendums, initiatives by and for the citizens. So essentially, they want a direct democratic system that allows the people to have the final say and authorization on all the policies. What do I mean by that? They will vote down bad policies that are created by political parties. And in fact, if the nations want political parties, it's really up to them. They can scrap the political party system altogether and say, no, we don't want representatives. We want administrators. We want independent people from constituents to represent us, but they must listen to what we have to say. So there's a real desperation here, not only in Venezuela, but there's desperation all over the world right now. The world economy is a failure, and it never worked because it was only going to work for a very tiny few. So I invite you all to research direct democracy, to research the RIC, to join Facebook pages or any social media platform pages. Join those groups and support them. And spread the word on the RIC. Spread the word on direct democracy. Educate people and inform them and empower them. So I, I want to thank all of you for listening to this podcast. Please share it. I have a Facebook page by the name of Advocates for Direct Democracy. I'm also on YouTube under Advocates for Direct Democracy, and I'm on Anchor, which is a podcast under the same name, Advocates for Direct Democracy. So until next time, thank you for listening.